Let's go to the Cardinals. James Conner won at week one. It's going to be James Conner again, Let's right? Uh-oh! Oh! <laughs> Eno Benjamin! Say it again with me. Eno Benjamin. Eno. E-N-O. That is why we do it. Oh, that gets me out of bed in the morning. And guys, boom! Straker Patrick. Yeah. You can't make it up. You cannot imagine. He, look. He is our Wiley Coyote, he is a jobber, he is our Brooklyn Brawler. We love that he keeps getting back up, but my God, if we were a different show in a different segment, we could make a whole ass mixtape of him, but we won't. We do a lot of things in Angry Runs, but we never forget about Dre. Back to Eno, how good is this? Um, Peter, tell us your whole dossier about Eno Benjamin. Arizona State, so he played locally. Seventh round pick, they lose Chase Edmonds. Cliff Kingsbury says, Eno, get in the game and go run over Drake Kirkpatrick. It's not Benjamin Eno, it's Eno Benjamin. And we gotta leave Chris McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara. Eno Benjamin might be getting this thing, but wait, wait, wait. He deserves it, he deserves it. They know what time it is. Who gets the scepter? As good of an angry run as you get. Eno. Eno! I'll tell you what, it's been a long time since I've seen somebody get ran over like that. I'll take it all the way back to Adrian Peterson against the Steelers. Boom, and kept running. That's amazing, and he got touchdown for six. He know, great job, man. You deserve it. Angry runs. This sure. thing's going to the desert. Go Guys, we got all. two running backs with the Cardinals who have a scepter. We got Connor and we got learn his See name. Eno Benjamin oh. one more God. time. Shady, I love it. Adams, Peter, excellent job. If you want this thing, if you want, you know where to get it. <laughs> now come and take it. Angry runs. Boom. See you next week. And we are live. Welcome to the Redbird Red Zone Podcast. My name is Will. You can find me on Twitter at Live on That Swing. Joining me today, I've got two spectacular co-hosts joining me. Why don't you two introduce yourselves? What's up? Uh, my name is Jackie. You can find me on Twitter at J San Diego. Yo, what up? I'm Mac, and you can find me on Twitter at A Z Sports Fiend. That's F I E N. And we're here to talk about the Cardinals' beatdown of that team in San Francisco, I guess Santa Clara, but uh, no Kyler, no D-Hop, no A.J. Green, no problem. So we're no here to problem. break it down and look forward to this week's matchup. Santa, Santa, Santa Claus, Santa Clara, don't matter, Cardinals. But <laughs> oh, my Lord. Cardinals I, by 14. 14. But, I mean, it was never that oh, close. Yeah. It, yeah. We took our foot off the gas, and it was really funny, like, seeing the Niners play at the at the very end with such little urgency like it like until like the final minute they played with no urgency whatsoever it was like watching like a Wilkes era game for us they burned all their timeouts with like four minutes left yeah I mean it was (laughs) and I mean I heard so much I, I mean going into this week there was just so much shade thrown on the Cardinals. Oh, the f- Cardinals have all their second stringers. We have everybody we need back. We're going to demolish the Cardinals, said the Niners fans. And what happened? What happened, guys? They got teabagged. Exactly. By, by right Colt from McCoy. The beginning. By Colt McCoy. And, it, I mean, it wasn't even him, really. It was, it was James Conner. James Conner with an electric performance. Three touchdowns. That's right. Count them. Three tutties. 96 yards. Almost broke 100 yards. Had himself a game. Guys, what did you guys think of James Conner's electrifying performance? Well, he yeah, also... I think he got snubbed for an NFC Player of the Week. Who did get it? Yeah. Matt Ryan. Yeah. What the fuck? 
exactly. And then on top of that, James Conner took over the the pass catching role because Chase Edmonds got hurt. What first play of the game that he was in there, and so Conner mm-hmm. finished with five catches, seventy seven yards. One of those touchdowns was a reception. And I don't know about you guys, but he looked. I know he's more of a power back, but he looked light on his feet. I thought on Sunday he he was cruising out there. Yeah, he, he was. Had- he had himself a game and to see him cover that much ground on a Cardinal screen, like, you know, I was watching the game with my dad. He was like, you know, I haven't seen a, a, a running back from the Cardinals do a screen that gracefully since Marcel ship. That's what he said. Going oh, wow. There. Interesting. He kind of remind me of like prime David Johnson a little bit. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. he had himself a day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then uh, we're hiding the lead here. I know Bo Bobbles is just, Antis- in anticipation, waiting for us to talk about this. Eno freaking Benjamin coming in and running <laughs> over Drake Kirkpatrick and getting his first touchdown. That, that was a thing of beauty right there. I know we all love that. Out with, the old, out with the old and in with the new. That is exactly what happened there, man. I am, so, And it's, it's, it's just so symbolic that it is Drake Kirkpatrick on the receiving end of that because he cost us so much shit last year. That dude cost us the fucking season. Holy shit. Yeah, that was a very uh, coming full circle moment. It was nice. I can't even say it was cathartic because it's like, with catharsis there's pain. No, it was just nice. Mm -hmm. It also just shows how deep we are. This has got to be the deepest Cardinals team. Uh, Chase Edmonds leaves. Eno comes in and Eno fill that role like Chase, but he's more he's he'll, he's willing to drop his shoulder on you. Um, and then we also saw Max Garcia, Justin Pugh leave the game, and up front they didn't miss a beat. You had Sean Harlow coming in and Josh Jones going to right guard. Um, so yeah, this just shows how deep of a friggin' team we are everywhere, and it's it's unbelievable. I mean, what the Niners rushed for thirty nine yards. So it's like, you know, we were all worried about, you know, big juggernaut rushing team, um, no J.J. Watt, and they all held their own. I mean, from top down, this is just a whole team effort. It couldn't be, couldn't be happier. I mean, we talked about it before. It's just, these podcasts are just better when we have these type of games. And I know it's been a long week for me at work and everything. Having, you know, my weekdays are crazy. So I'm just glad to be here with you guys talking Cardinals, like fucking loving it right now. Love to have you, man. It is so nice. <laughs> yeah, I, no, this is awesome. It was the funny thing is, it's like I was looking like just at like the first drive of this game. I was like, oh no, because like that first <laughs> that first drive was scary. Let's let's talk about that real quick. So he's like running for his life out there, throws a jump ball into double coverage to Darrell Daniels. I I tweeted out like literally after that first drive. Okay, so this game's gonna be like a defensive battle, isn't it? <laughs> And I've never been so glad to be wrong. Oh, my God. That was so nice. And then after that, so we started with a punt. This is how our next possessions went. Touchdown, touchdown, field goal, halftime, touchdown, touchdown, fucking game over. (laughs) I mean, it's so nice, man. It is so nice for for them to be there. I, I'm gonna say that a lot because I'm I'm happy, and uh, and Niners fans again. I'm I'm, I'm I fucking hate beating this drum, but I love doing it. <laughs> Niners fans are. I saw some of them like, yo, yeah, you guys got lucky, and it's like lucky. All of those turnovers <laughs> were forced. All of yeah. those turnovers were forced. Kittle get, has the ball smacked out of his hands as he's being hurdled, and 
I mean, it's just, you can't say anything other than this was a great team effort by one of the deepest teams in football. Yeah, we I mean, fired on all cylinders with backups. Right. With our backups. Fired. I mean, Antoine Wesley coming in, getting some big catches. He, he looks good out there, too. He Antoine, looks, he, he looks I mean, a roll. That little reverse with Kirk throwing it down the field. Like, I was, mm. I was so fucking hyped, man. Holy yes. shit. <clears throat> yeah, we and pulled honestly, up some stops for that. Honestly, the ref robbed him. I, I think that was a tutty. He, he got robbed, and I was robbed of fantasy points. So, fuck that ref. <laughs> I lost. I, yeah, I lost. I lost by two, and I had Christian Kirk, so I would have won that. So. Fuck, the, fuck, the, fuck the Niners, fuck the refs, and fuck myself for starting Edmonds over Connor. <laughs> hey, I'm pretty sure we saw the same play or something similar in preseason, and I thought, man, I can't wait to see that executed in the regular season because it was just so smooth. Especially, like, the like the fake, like, like throw where it, he, like, flips it behind his back, like, right? smooth. <laughs> like, it that, got and me. The be- and the best, just- the, best, the best thing about this kind of offense with this much play variety, I you know, I, I lamented some earlier in this year and some plenty last year that the play variety and just the overall offense that we were sold looked nothing like what we were promised or sorry that we were given looked nothing like what we promised. And now we're seeing it come to fruition. When you, when you are planning against the Cardinals, you have no idea what you're going to get. You could have a reverse that's run, you know, run by Christian Kirk thrown down for 40 yards. You can have, you know, read options every other play. You could have like a, it just, just insane amounts of potential for this team. And it is so cool to talk about this team in that sense, especially since three years earlier, I was talking about God awful, God awful Steve Wilkes games. It is so nice to have that kind of change of pace. I just want the record to be known, uh, but bobbles if you're keeping record over there, uh, it only took, uh, will eight minutes to complain about starting the wrong player in fantasy this week. So I, that's, <laughs> that's a new record folks. We're, we're jumping up. I think last time, last week it took like twenty five. So can't wait, can't wait to see what happens next week. I'll make it He's in. Yeah, open week. it up. <laughs> and we, and we are live. I started Christian Kirk. Please bury me in a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's talk about what can't Christian Kirk do though? That that guy has in his fourth year. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he's he's having himself a hell of a year. I mean, who would have thought? Nine weeks in, more than the halfway point, he'd be leading this team in, in uh, receptions. You know? Like, Not me. No, and he's caught, I know I posted this yesterday, but he's caught 83.3% of those targets, which is number one in the NFL out of anybody, uh, any of the 74 players who've been targeted at least uh, 41 times. And his 11.4 yards per target which means it's not just, you know, screen plays and whatnot, like kind of what they do with Rondell, but his 11.4 yards per target is tied with Jamar Chase for fourth in all the NFL. So, I mean, I, I know it's a contract year for Christian Kirk, so that's a motivating factor, but tip of the cap to him. He's having a hell of a year so far. He's having a hell of a year, and let's, let's talk about another man who's having a hell of a year and who had a hell of a game against the Niners. Marcus Golden, do you guys think – under any circumstances, that he could be a dark horse defensive player of the year. Oh, dark horse be. for sure. But unfortunately, like I don't think he's that big of a name to actually get the get the recognition he deserves. I mean, the best yeah, players, right. some of the yeah. best players, never really are. You know. Yeah. And yeah. Right. Is, 
right I now mean, they probably give it to Miles Garrett or whatnot, just big name yeah. recognition. Big name, yeah. Like Aeneas, but, w- Aeneas Williams would never get the recognition over like Dion, but I'm sure plenty of Cardinals fans, if they had it their way, would still go Aeneas. Yeah, know. for sure. Yeah, I mean, what can you? What else can you say about Marcus Golden as well? This is from uh, Gowan season on Twitter, uh, not Hawk. Last four games, Marcus Golden seven sacks, two forced fumbles, zero media attention. Kind of like what you guys are talking about, but, but I mean, for what he's getting paid, what he's here to do, he, there's no way he can complain. And he's making Hassan Reddick an afterthought, and Hassan Reddick's having a heck of a year. And we'll be seeing him this week when Panthers come to town. The Sam Mark, Darnold list Panthers. Mark Marcus Golden's having himself a year. He's a, he's on a contract year, but he's one of those guys I could see taking a pay cut because like hearing, just, I mean even like prior, oh he loves it here. This, he loves yeah. it. Yeah, I it is so rare to see somebody who's like I actually really love being in Phoenix. I love everything about this when they're coming here. Like I want to come back here. Like I can think of like what Steve Nash, Goran Dragic. That's about it. I mean, short list, but uh, yeah, I'm like very short list. I can't think of anybody else, but you're right. And even yeah, he's, then, a, like, he's a fan favorite too. Drafted yeah. by us, left, coming back, and yeah, just listening to him speak in his interviews, he makes you want to run through a wall. He's just he, he'd be like the the great teammate that you love to play with across from. Um, and I know he pushes all those guys up front too in the, the D line, and they played a hell of a game this Sunday, following his lead. Yeah, there's very there's very few complaints I do have about this game. I mean, the first drive, but I mean that's barely a complaint. And my second complaint's like really minor, but like whenever Strevler's in the game, it's a dead giveaway to what the play call is going to be. We always know it's going to be a QB sneak, and I really kind of wish they'd run like a play action or something with him. It'd be fun. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when you're when you're winning and you've got this kind of shit going on, I mean, it's just entirely an afterthought. So I mean, it's like, who cares? Exactly. But a uh, special shout out. This is not an endorsement. I just love the shit to Cromer's <laughs> Popcorn for fucking getting us that dub. We are, uh, just a reminder. I am undefeated while eating some variety of pop or kettle corn this year. So if you don't want to donate so cash my popcorn. Apple, popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> or I will deliberately curse this team so I can have more to complain about. You shut the hell up. You know, one thing that I don't I haven't really heard get talked about too, is that Dennis Gardeck is just waiting in the wings right now too. They haven't unleashed him. He's only played 15 snaps last two weeks combined, and over that span, <clears throat> or 15 defensive snaps, he's played on special teams too. But he's got three solo tackles, five combined tackles, tackle for loss, a QB hit. So I mean, if anyone gets hurt up front, he, we got depth still there. So um, I, I I can't wait to see what the, the second half of the season holds. And if anybody's hungry, it's him, man. He was having himself a hell of a year last year. Mm-hmm. But, oh, yeah, uh, for sure. But, man, I mean, this it was just a, a complete perfect game. I mean, I, I thought that this Arizona Cardinals team fired on all cylinders. Colt McCoy had, a, a like, a near-perfect day. Uh, what, did you, what did you guys think of that? What did, what did you guys think of his performance? What did you think, Jackie? Yeah, you know, what was it, 22 or – yeah, 22 of 26 passes, and he looked pretty solid. And I can't complain. That that's exactly what you want out of your backup is just you can come in, you can perform solid. He was even scrambling, making plays downfield. Like, yeah, how could he not be impressed? all the boxes. 
the best. I mean, he's the best player to ever wear the number twelve. I can't think of any others. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely the best number twelve out there. Uh, Tom Brady, uh, he doesn't have yeah. a eighty-four percent completion percentage on the year. I'm sorry, sweetie. The, 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 the crazy thing is, is that he was what twenty-two, twenty-six for two hundred and forty-seven yards or something like that, which is still almost ten yards a, a target. Which, I mean, he wasn't just dinking and dunking. He took shots downfield. Took that shot to Christian Kirk for that fifty-yard bomb. Uh, that was a reception. But his QBR that game. To think he can be as efficient and good as he was, not turn the ball over. Um, he finished 119 QBR. And just put it in perspective, that is would be this season the fifth highest on the Cardinals. That just shows kind of how that shows how good Kyler Murray's been, right? Like I, I had to like double check that when I saw that today. I was like, God damn! So, but it's nice that Colt was able to get in there. You know, he he looked comfortable to to be making his first passes, and I mean. I don't even know if he get, took snaps last year or not, but to come in and look like the way he did, I think you got to also give credit to Cliff too. I mean, Colt has been in the league for a while, but there's still things I heard him talk on the radio where he's still learning every day. And so I, I know Cliff has been a really good influence on him as well. Um, he kind of reminds me of some of those QBs outside of Patrick Mahomes that Cliff had at te- uh, Texas Tech. They weren't really the, the fast mobile guys like Kyler Murray. Um, they're more kind of pocket guys, get the ball out, but can also take their shots deep. So, I mean, there's not much else you can say about that. That's uh, a hell of a win for a backup to come in here. And who knows? I don't. What's the next? What's the update today on Kyler Murray? Is he looking like I heard? From what, he, or, I, from what I, he said, he's crazy. He's advancing pretty crazily right now. He's feeling good. I've heard that he he does think he'll be playing. Like both him and Colt think he'll be playing on Sunday, but I. The way that Colt played over this weekend, I mean, I wouldn't yeah. be opposed to letting Colt take the wheel once again oh, yeah. and letting him. Oh yeah, because I would, I would so much rather have a a one hundred percent ready Colt right now than a Kyler Murray who could get injured on any play that goes awry, especially with with uh, that Panthers D line. But, yeah, uh, and we we shouldn't need uh, Kyler in there to to be able to win this game. The, the Panthers are going to be starting P.J. Walker. He was a, like the XFL stud a couple of years ago, but he just has not found himself in the NFL. He's 3 for 15 on passing attempts uh, this year. So and I know his, his, he's like one, one TD, like four INTs in his career. So <clears throat> it should be another field day. And like I, I agree with you guys that Colt McCoy, if Kyler's not 100%, run him out, back out there again. This is what you got him for. I'm gonna channel Stephen uh, St- uh, Stephen Smith here, you know, talking about Kwame Kwame Brown. You know, PJ Walker is a bona fide scrub. <laughs> I, I I I 100% believe that this Cardinals team can and will beat the Panthers this week. There, spoiling my prediction here and now. This Panthers team is awful this year. I mean, they oh god. Like, I that was, offense is awful, but they have a pretty solid defense. They're top ten in points per game and yards. Doesn't so I mean that, that they can doesn't get after matter. it a little bit? That no, that offense is awful. That yeah. doesn't matter if you can't do anything on offense. I I live in Carolina. I listened to the radio this week so I could like hear what it's Panthers all doom and, and gloom and the media were saying. Here's 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 my little field report. So Carolina media basically said that Carolina didn't have a plan outside of Christian McCaffrey this 
this week and that the Cardinals should, and I took from that the Cardinals need to plan against him because last time he made our, our days hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I had that, you know, expect a lot of tipped passes with Darnold, but that doesn't apply because P.J. Walker, well, it still does. P.J. Walker's 5'11". Oh, wow. If, if Kyler Murray and P.J. Walker start, it'll be a battle of the small fries. But uh, yeah, I mean, even with Sam Darnold in there, they were out, they were 29th in the league in yards per attempt, pass attempt, and 31st in passing TDs. And the Cardinals are fourth best in the NFL, uh, giving up like five point. I have it here somewhere. Five point something yards, giving up five point six yards per pass. Um, net yards per pass. So that's definitely, a, a you know, our strength versus their weakness, and their weakness even just got possibly even weaker somehow, even though Sam Darnold, I mean, the guy had, what, five touchdowns, ten turnovers, ten interceptions last, like, five weeks or something. Yeah, something if, you're ridiculous. Not, if you're not already starting that Arizona defense in fantasy, you got you to gotta do it this week. P.J. Walker ain't shit. But, I'm choosing uh, between that and then the Bills against the Jets, but I think I got to go Cardinals. But, yeah, uh, we've been a very opportunistic defense. But, oh yeah, uh, there's the takeaways. There's, there's, yeah, there's more. There's more to it though. So the 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 uh, the radio station I was listening to hated Rule. They fuck. They called him incompetent. They called him a liar. They said he's lost the plot. Uh, the fans are getting exhausted by it. You know, they're like. I heard at least one person say, you know, I, I might just support the hockey team for the rest of the year because this is this is awful. And they said that the only two bright spots over the weekend were Reddick and Burns, and Burns is officially out Sunday. So, right. yikes! <clears throat> yeah, did they trade for who did they trade? C.J. Henderson? Did they trade for C.J. Henderson? And they got Gilmore. I saw Gilmore has an INT in both of his games so far, so that he he looks pretty decent out there from when I was watching the game. But but yeah, if they're losing Burns, that's that's another big loss for them uh, up front. Yeah. So no I mean, excuses. This this is a this is a win. Right. Yeah. If if the Cardinals, fall we almost beat draft, down from last year. We we owe them some revenge. Oh my god, dude! I was that was I, awful. I hate the Panthers. I hate them so much. Who was that safety that started last year? Do you remember any either of you? Uh, sorry. Yeah, fuck no, for us, that who safety up, who got burnt every fucking play when Buda the missed the game. The guy who that third and 30. Uh, Curtis, <laughs> Riley. Curtis, Curtis Riley. Curtis Riley. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that guy. If that, that Sorensen guy or whatever the fuck his name is wasn't on the Chief, I'd, I'd say he's the worst like defensive player in football. But Sorensen's there, so... Congratulations to that guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, kudos to him. Daniel Sorensen, Chris. But uh, <laughs> how'd McCaffrey do last week? What did, what, what did the radio say about that? Because he, I, I think mean, he to- I don't think he did very well. He didn't have himself much of a game. Like I, I played against somebody who had him in fantasy. I mean, let's see. He had 14 carries, 52 yards, zero tutties. So, what do you I do mean, receiving? Uh, I mean. Jack shit. I mean, the fucking hats basically held them in check. Like the radio was saying, you know, basically with Belichick, you he'll try to take out your your first option, and if you don't have yeah. a second option, you're screwed. And that Matt Rule basically game plans with McCaffrey and McCaffrey alone in mind. And if you take that away from him, he ha- he has nothing. So yeah, like uh, let's see here, receiving. 
Uh, why are you redirecting? Fifty-four me? receiving yards. Fifty-four receiving yards. So I yes. mean, yeah, he's their guy. They're they're going to feed him, you know, early and often, and hopefully try to get him going. But the Cardinals. Here's another stat for I know a lot of people have been we've been talking a lot about the Cardinals defensive uh, against the run, but this is the third time in the last four games that the Cardinals have held their opponents to 73 yards or less on the ground. So, I mean, they're showing improvements there. It's going to be another big test against Carolina, but they don't have a ton of weapons on that side of the field. So I, I got faith Vance is going to dial up the right scheme uh, this, this coming Sunday. Yeah, if I remember right, the, the Niners had the same amount of rushing yards with their entire backfield that Eno had, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> so we, we'll dial up something for, for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, the Panthers had 240 total yards last week. McCaffrey had 106. So, yeah, that's, that's their offense right there. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, think, <laughs> I think that I, I think that Eno Benjamin's going to have himself a day. I think that no matter what happens, I think, I think we come out of here with the dub. It'll be really, really hard to screw this up. But, you know, I'm knocking on all kinds of wood here. It's me, man. Yeah, you know, like we've, we've seen stranger things happen with the Cardinals. But I feel like I'm trying to let go of my, like my Arizona fan pessimist mentality. Because I think I was telling Will, like, what did I say? Something about. This year feels different. It does feel different. That it's like, I remember like last season, like we were pretty high on the season. And then we just kind of took a, like a nosedive. So like part of me is like still a little haunted by that, but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to go in with that, with the same mentality the Cardinals go into every single game this year where it's like one and oh, yeah. Yeah. Trust me. I, I feel that a hundred percent. You can always kind of tell who the team of destiny is. And it really does feel this year like it is the Cardinals. Cause if it's not us, then who's it going to be? You know, I, I love Brady back to back. It's still, I mean, it's the NFL. It's, you know, we're nine weeks in. It's hard to annoy anybody, but I, some of the storylines or team players or analysts still don't give the Cardinals respect. You know, I saw some, but SI put them fourth or something on their power pole. It's, just, stupid. it's just That's a not- BS. It's a BS narrative. And, I mean, I'm, I'm sick of it, but it's a long like, season. All we got to do is shut them the fuck up. Keep winning. Yeah. I want to know. Or, like, you know, I, I saw plenty of, like, Packers fans swarming those swarming those results. And it's like, why aren't the Packers number one? It's like, you guys barely beat us. Like, we were <laughs> turned back away from being undefeated still. Yeah, it was a muff play away from another L for you yeah. guys. So yeah. I mean, they're taking L's left and right. I mean, they're, they're, A-Rodge is just... Holy, I've never seen so much goodwill lost in, like, a week. <laughs> Did you guys happen to catch um, Jordan Love's parents at, at the Chiefs game? Uh, they I were sitting next to Jesus highlight. in the stands. <laughs> it was, like, the very top row or something. The very top row. Disrespect, Jesus. man. Holy <laughs> hell. Speaking of which, oh, my God. Jordan Love is just cheeks, man. Like, one of the worst defenses in football, and you only put up seven points against him? Really? Good lord. Like like watching like the highlights of that game, I have never seen somebody who is who should be so conditioned for this. Like he's he's been in the league for three years. He's a backup, sure, but I mean he should still yeah. be getting reps in practice. He should be prepared for the kind of shit that happens when you're under center, but he looked fucking terrified. He yeah, they, like one of the, 
he looked like one of those seventh round picks who like has to come in in the fourth quarter because the quarterback just went down and they've never touched a, they haven't touched a football since high school. Yeah. I mean, Jordan love, man. Oh my God. Poor guy. I'm sure he's a nice, he, I'm sure he's a nice boy. There's just no did salvaging that. Did you guys hear uh, Cliff Kingsbury talk about, I just want to go back to Eno real quick before we move forward. Um, how Eno was on like his last straw last year. Yeah. That? yeah that was, was pretty like interesting. His, yeah, on his last leg. So I think and then he had, yeah, he had the exit interview with Kime. And I guess Eno said something how it like gave him a new perspective and whatnot. So, I mean, that, that's a man hungry right there. You know, you get second chance almost. I'm sure that's kind of what he feels like. In the second season, and he's the guy right now. Him and James Conner are back there, and we know Cliff likes to use two running backs. So, I, I mean, I'm excited to see what what you know is in, in store for him coming in the next few weeks. Oh yeah, that man's gonna play for his life. I know Bobby would have would have lost his shit if that had happened. He would have just don't even want to mention oh. that for him. Yeah, I would have too, no doubt. Yeah, yeah cause you always want to see an ASU guy succeed, especially, you know, in Someone Arizona. who dominated U of A so often. Speaking yeah. of U of A, they got their first win in like two years over the weekend. And you know what it took for them to get that? It took 24 injured players for Cal, 12 coaches who were out, and they only won by seven. Whoa. Oh, man. <laughs> and that's the last time we talk about U of A football on this podcast. Exactly. Exactly. But um, before we move on, uh, I do want to address Juan's question uh, about Kyle Shanahan. Um, Because I've been seeing a lot of Kyle Shanahan slander. And I don't talk about it publicly. Like, I I always talk about it with my husband. But it's like, he's he's not... Huh? He's the father? Yeah, no, like, he's (laughs) not as smart as people think he is. Like, he's not this fucking guru that everyone makes him out to be like he's a fraud and now people are starting to see it what was one question again some uh what is it is this the end of the shanahan lynch era or yeah, is, the hot seat something like that it is really something to see how how easily coaches can fail upwards in the NFL. You don't see that in any other league but the NFL, in my opinion. I mean, Adam Gase had so much goodwill tossed at it, tossed his way after the Miami job. Oh, he was he was fucked by management. He should go get a job elsewhere. And it's like he gets a job elsewhere. Oh, that's not the case. Shanahan botches the biggest the biggest game of his career and fails upward into a 49ers job. And it's like, at what point do these people just not get jobs? How, oh, why does really, Shanahan have the keys, have the keys to the kingdom when so many other good coordinators aren't failing upwards, but actually should get the job. He's rightfully on the hot seat. It's about time. He's only had what one season over 500 uh, when they went to the Super Bowl. but he's got yeah, the same he, winning percentage as Chip Kelly. Oh, Ooh, that's a good one. Matt, uh, Matt Nagy has a better winning percentage, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, so yeah, I mean, Ruth Kingsbury it, has a better winning percentage. <laughs> exactly. His time is coming. His time, his time will be coming to an end here shortly. If they, I know he's got, he's still under contract. Him and John Lynch signed like the same extension years or whatever. And you know but what? He, you know what's, 
you know what's going to happen? He's going to go to Denver. He's going to get the head coaching gig there. It's never going to end. Yeah. Just because he's a Shanahan, it's the name. Exactly. Yeah. If his name was Kyle Stewart, he wouldn't get the he wouldn't get the gig. But, yeah. Uh, he annoys me. His his play calling this weekend was just so awful. Like punting down fourteen with two, with four minutes left. I've never yeah, seen. Yeah. Well, I have and never. And burning seen all your cowardly. time out. Exactly. If you're gonna burn all your time out, how are you gonna punt it? I like the fans were just booing like. The entire stadium was booing. I mean, if I am a 49ers fan right now, I am busting out the Nike decades because it's over, man. It is awful. I. <laughs> yeah, it, this is a rebuild. You just, you just need to cut their losses and just, it's time to rebuild. I mean, the unintentional rebuild years are always worse than the intentional rebuild years because it's like, if it's unintentional, then you got nothing to show for it. If it's intentional, yeah. you at least got the stockpile of draft picks, you got the the guys who got too many minutes he can trade in the off season for way too much more than they're worth. I mean, it's it's funny. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Chandler Jones passing Freddie Joe Nunn for the official Arizona or Arizona slash St. Louis slash Chicago or whatever Cardinals fucking sacks leader. Uh it's his first sack since what, week one. So it's it's good to see him come back from COVID and he was actually he's pretty productive even after that sack too so hopefully he has a big second half what did you guys think of the uh, the tribute he did after that sack it's pretty dope yep shout out to him R.I.P. Freddy if I remember right if I remember right you know they were saying like he and some other players were like watching Joe Nunn's tape incessantly like they were just like, obsessed with how good of a player he was. So it's like, it is really nice to see that kind of enthusiasm from a player. Yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah. I mean, it would take a lot for anything to go awry for the Cardinals right now. Cause as it stands, I mean, we're the two seed we're playing in the Nickelodeon bowl. I mean, everything's fucking peachy. I, w- I want to fucking see SpongeBob SquarePants uh-huh. see touchdown Cardinals. Everybody gets slammed when they score a touchdown. I want to see Kyler Murray as the Nickelodeon <laughs> valuable player. The MVP. He already won the MVP in the in the regular season, so there's um, that fun fact for you. Oh, yeah. And then a, another thing, the, the Cardinals defense, so fucking stout. I don't want to get too far away from giving them praise. To hold Debo Samuel to 121 yards in two games this season. In the six other games Debo's played, he's averaging 127 receiving yards per game. So the Card- Cardinals' defense—I I know they didn't put Byron Murphy on him for the whole game. They were kind of mixing the match in a little bit, and I mean everything that Vance was throwing at him, they were getting to Jimmy. What did we sack him five times? So he didn't really have time to sit back there. So I mean that's the way you do it against some of these top wide receivers. You go and hit that quarterback early and often, they're going to start seeing ghosts. Yeah, you know, they were moving moving the ball effectively, and then it just kind of went downhill from there as the more he got hit. It is really and funny. Then, the Cardinals have played so much better this year on the road than they have at home, and it's usually with every team it's the opposite. But, like, the point differential they have on the road is just completely unheard of. Oh, that's, it's, it's the whole NFL. It's Home teams are under 500 this season, which is crazy. 
I saw that Vegas isn't even doing a th- three-point spread for the home team. It's more like a, a one-point. They give the home team one point this season. For some reason, who knows, with, with fans back, uh, teams are just, the home teams are just not coming out like like the road teams for some odd reason. I, I can't put a finger on it. Maybe it's just yeah. taking them time to adjust. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, as it stands, it's what, like a 94, like, point differential on the road like just completely nuts i am loving everything that i'm seeing out there. yeah i believe our point differential is still number one right what are we at like 117 i was oh, pretty yeah. drunk sunday after the game but i posted something <laughs> it was like 107 we're like plus 117 which is fucking nuts and if i remember right. right the uh the point differential we have is tied for like the best after five road games since like i'm gonna say oh, yeah. five colts so i mean the cardinals are just Oh my lord! I love this team, man. And I think this is a, a strong case for Cliff for Coach of the Year, if they haven't already put him on notice for that. Oh yeah, I, I think that if if anybody's anybody from the Cardinals is going to win that award, it's probably going to be or win a major award, it's probably going to be him. Because with mm-hmm. the other awards, like yeah, because I, 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 I think I, some I, people aren't just aren't going to vote for Cliff, that college coach, fucking young guy from stigma. I mean, if yeah, he, if, if he's he least likely. Steve Kime will win something, his third if, executive of the year. If I mean, but if, if Cliff goes from eight and eight to fifteen and two or sixteen and one or whatever, then I mean it's indisputable. You can't give like you can't give it to like Mike McCarthy if Mike McCarthy goes twelve and five when Cliff is just right there. I mean it's just it's I think right now he has what second best odds, maybe third best odds. But yeah, I mean, he's going to be, he's going to be right there. I don't don't think Kyler Murray's going to get MVP. I think, I I think it's probably going to be like Lamar or it's going to be somebody who I can, I can see the angle, but I don't agree. I can see the angle, but it's like they, they give Lamar so sorry, Sanders, (laughs) but they give Lamar so much credit for all these come from, like come from behind wins. That it's like they shouldn't be down that much all the time in the first place. Yeah, it's like it's like how Plummer had that uh, reputation for for uh, leading the Cardinals from behind. And it's like who got them there to begin with? Yeah, oh, not shitty defense too. But what are you guys talking about? It's going to be James Conner at VP. I mean, let's be real here. He's got you know Benjamin. Right, you know, ben, you know Benjamin's going to break that record. In there's like, something with James Conner though. He's got eight rushing attempts inside the five yard line this season. He's found the end zone on seven of them. The guy's just the fucking touchdown. Yeah, right. That guy. It. Oof. What, what can you say? And he's ten for ten on catching his receiving targets on the year as well, leading the Cardinals hundred percent. The guy can do everything. Just put him up there. Fucking have him blocking for himself and shit. Yeah, let's let's build him a statue outside the stadium. After we after we win it. the Super Bowl. Yeah, I will fund it. Okay. Oh man, but yeah, I'm I'm loving what I'm seeing. And you guys know me, man. Me being this optimistic, the resident pessimist of the, the show, resident, the the guy who is like, well, I'm not the re- at least I'm not John Skelton, Mister Five and Twelve. Holy shit. Yeah, or some other shitty podcasters that had us going eight and nine. Yeah, I don't know how you could really look at this team and, uh, I don't know, after what they did last year prior to Kyler's injury. I mean, we were all kind of hopeful they'd build off of it. And a lot of of fans, I I was looking at my predictions. I put, you know, Cardinals going to be 10 and 7 on Twitter. 
What do you guys think? And damn near everyone picked like eight and nine, nine and eight. Um, only one person picked winning the division. So I mean, yeah, it was kind of all over the place. But who who would say nine and eight? I I, I just I can't think of anybody who would say that. That is so mean. That is so rude. Who would say that? <laughs> I know. I listened back to our um our draft show, and I I think. Me and Mac had us going twelve and five, Ooh, and then I we that changed it, yeah, to like ten and what ten and seven. Yeah, I think. Yeah. After uh, Byron Murphy, a little bit, or yeah. not Byron Murphy, um, who retired, whatever his name retired. Uh, Sorry, I'm trying to go through my notes real quick. Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler, correct. Thank you. Um, yeah, after and he I retired, we got it down a little bit. Oh man. <laughs> That was. It feels like a million years ago, doesn't it? It does. Right. I mean, it, it's such a different time. <laughs> Jackie, what? Uh, I know we're just kind of going back and forth here, but what? What was the segment you wanted to introduce? Oh, I wanted to <laughs> introduce my new segment, Dick, Big Dick Player of the Game. <laughs> You're gonna have to say that again. Big dick player of the game. So we're basically every week I'm going to pick a player that had either a big game or a big moment in the game. <laughs> this Just week was let, really hard. Let it swing. Let, yep, the Let It Swing Award. A it's dick It's going to be a pair of nuts. Pair of nuts. <laughs> I'm going to mail the, win, the, the, the winner a trophy of a pair of nuts. <laughs> so who wins the inaugural Big um, Dick Player really of the Week hard. Award? Because the candidates were um, Cliff Kingsbury, Colt McCoy, and James Conner. Or mm-hmm. not James Conner, actually, but Christian Kirk for that touchdown pass. But, not James uh, Conner, three TDs? He doesn't even get a nominee? Honorable consideration. She's, she's wow. imitating the national media. That's she's tough. not even thinking about it. <laughs> but I'm going to give it to Cliff, actually, for that little exchange with Josh Norman. Big dick Cliff. Big Dick Cliff, Josh Norman, and then DeAndre Hopkins hyping him up. I've, I've right. never actually, I've never been so like, happy to see a taunting penalty. What a big dick move! I love him. Exactly, just letting it swing right in front of Josh Norman. Yeah, when you're beating the other team's ass like that, that that gives your fucking keeps your guys motivated right there. When your coach is so enthused. That and was... then DJ Humphries is ready to fucking fight Josh Norman too. He was, he said he was ready for him after the game. Oh, he would have crushed him. Yeah. <laughs> this uh that was the one justified taunting penalty this this week i i said i uh i wrote in the notes kingsbury gets a taunting penalty cliffy with the stiffy big tick cliff <laughs> <laughs> yes where everybody on twitter is now stiff for cliff again yeah it's funny how that comes and goes yep comes and goes like the weather who, who would be against him never don't even know <clears throat> but uh yeah, man. I mean, if if this is our if this is our peak with our backups being our primary starters, I mean, sky's the limit. Yeah, yeah. Sky's the limit. Forget the sky. The mind is the limit. We can't even. I mean, we can't even imagine it. We can't even imagine what this team can do at its fullest potential. And you know if, what? Too what I had admi- had admired about this game outside the. Christian Kirk pass. We didn't have to pull out anything fancy. We didn't have to pull, you know, do any kind of trickery. Um, 
you know, just anything fancy. We were just playing solid football. You love to see it. Yeah. You love this. We just, yeah, we just smacked them it. in the mouth. Yeah, you went out there to play big boy football. You know, you're going out there to try to win, you know, big dick player of the week awards over here now. So <laughs> the guys got some motivation. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I just, how could you not just love that game and everything that, you know, from, from beginning to end, we, we coasted there like about halfway through the third quarter offensively, but we, we chewed clock up, <clears throat> chew, chewed clock up, excuse me, uh, like we've done numerous times this year where we get have a lead and we just punish the, the front seven of the defense and we just eat, you know, five, six minutes at a time. And that, that's, that's how you win games in the NFL. You know, you know, people want to call it the air raid. People who never watch the Cardinals want to call it the air raid. But, I mean, we've talked about it long enough now where, you know, it, it's, it's an all-out fucking pro-run raid, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But, you know, we, we can put on our big boy shorts and fucking punish you and hit you in the mouth, too. Exactly. Yeah. So before we do this, pick them, this... um, I just want to give uh, – I think we want to do, like, maybe – a new segment as well called maybe Stats with Mac is back, but it's never been here, so that it wouldn't be back. But just Stats with Mac, maybe. So play some cool music, Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Get that, that ESPN beat. Sports Center music going. Hit that <laughs> beat. So I'm just going to read one. This is my top one right here. So I know nobody talks about him ever, I swear to God. But Robert Alford, just Big Dick Alford. That's. You know, he, he went to my he was my award for big dick player of the game last five weeks in a row. Because over the last five games he's given up a total, a grand total of forty yards. Which is crazy to think about. Five his games? First, his last five games that he's played, he's a total a total of forty receiving yards. His first four games weren't even terrible. He get, he was giving up twenty nine yards a game. So he, he gave up, you know, hundred and twelve or whatever it is yards total in the first four and only 40 yards in the, in the next five so i just want to give him a shout out you know those guys you know if you're not calling their name on defense it's probably because of, of a good reason when you're a cornerback probably so just want to give him a, a shout out he's been playing his fucking dick off big dick off thank you <laughs> and the music bobby all right so you guys want to get into uh, predictions now let's get into it all right. Who won last so, week? Was that Bo Bobbles by the tiebreaker, right? Yeah, I'm still I'm still mad. Bobby about had it. a big week this week. Shout uh, out to Bobbles. Big I, week, I, Bobby. I, I, I had some good bets there. I, I had I am the only one who had Atlanta over the Saints, if yeah. I remember right. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, dude. That's not very jacked. Give him a lollipop. <laughs> Give him his popcorn. Lord, yeah, I was the only one. It's, it's. I mean, that's what I get for betting on Mike White, man. That's what I get for believing in the Jets. <laughs> yeah, note to self: never believe in the Jets. Yeah, I mean, you don't. You'd know all about I feel it. Like you Jets. said that before, Jackie. Not I said the fly. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> all right, what we got? What we got here? Thursday night, we got a real stinker. We got Ravens Dolphins. Who you got? Ravens. Yeah, I gotta go Baltimore. Gotta be Baltimore. See, I, I watched the ending of that uh, that Dolphins Texans game. Uh, 
just before our game came on, and it was the most miserable ending of the game <laughs> I've ever seen. Put it is happening out of their misery. It, it is. A, I mean, they were throwing. You could tell they were trying to do like a hail mary, like desperation oh, play from like the ten, and the, he threw it to like the thirty, and they barely even made it anywhere. I saw something where it was like the first time in like the last thirty years or something crazy where the Super Bowl era. Some you saw that too, where it's two one and seven teams or worse facing each other. Yeah. What? No. Yeah, I I didn't believe it either too, but that's what they said on the telecast. That's. I was watching some of that as well. On the red zone. It was just pure misery. I mean, it was awful. (laughs) Yeah, the AFC is just terrible this year. I mean, I I can't. It's like. It's like when when uh, Kobe and Shaq had to face teams from the East, and it'd be like, oh, I guess it's the Nets this year. <laughs> There's no really like great teams, but I, I saw somewhere more than half the teams are over 500. Might have been There's something that like that. It's something crazy. That doesn't feel right. That's like when you find out that ants can live for like 28 years. So uh, basically, whoever wins the NFC is just that's a, that's the Super Bowl will be the NFC Championship. Basically. Yeah, Maybe. anything else after that's irrelevant. But, yeah. After that, you got a actually semi-decent game to open up your 1 o'clock slate on Sunday. You got Titan Saints. Who you got? Oh, okay. Holy shit, I'm just looking real quick. The whole AFC North and the whole AFC West are over 500. That's fucking weird. That's crazy. Ugh, that, that doesn't feel right. That's There's no, like, elite, elite teams. Oh, yeah. I mean, Titans are 7-2. and two. We fucking... Showed him what what a big dick really looks like. Am I right, Jackie? Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the Titans. How's that water tasting over there tonight? By the way. Wet. <laughs> moist. <laughs> the beer is very moist. Thank you for asking. Yes. The, uh... That's my favorite kind of beer. It's cold and wet. <laughs> and moist. Will's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'll be back in ten minutes. Yep. The, uh... No, I'm I'm ignoring it. Sorry. What's this uh, next yeah. game? Was that? What's this next game? Sorry. Uh, Titan Saints. Saints have a pretty decent defense, but I got to go Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee is looking hot. They're looking hot against the Rams too. Yeah, I don't no. trust that Saints team for a second, especially no. since the, the Titans looked really, really good against that Rams team. Like, I was the only one who had them picked. There Titans, you go. Titans in prime time are are. Doing really well this year, but they're not playing in prime time. But Titans win. Let's go, baby. Yeah, they made Matthew Stafford look like Detroit Lions Matthew Stafford. Oh. To be fair, it's not that hard to do it. We did that. Yeah. That's true. But uh, after that, you got Bills Jets at MetLife. Who you got? Well, Fuck. nobody would have figured the Bills would have lost to Jacksonville last fucking week. Holy shit. Excuse me, but I don't think that's going to happen twice. I got to go Bills. Yeah, they, they, I mean, it's clear to me that they they let their guard down. It's got to be it's got to be the Bills. No, I'll say the Bills too. I, I'll pick a different upset of the like, week. Nah, you wanted to. I, I, I really did. I really gonna, thought about it. But I'm you like, really need to tell yourself, don't believe in the Jets, huh? That's like a thing you need to wake up in the mornings and tell yourself because you're you're always trying to. Get one over. I don't know. Yeah. After that, you got Lions Steelers. Who you got? Oh, I want to pick an upset, but Lions still haven't won a game, so I am gonna go. Oh shit! Uh, where's it at? Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh. Nah. 
Well, you know uh, what? I hate uh, I'm going Pitt. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's go Lions. That'll be my upset of the week. Wow. I'm going to say Pitt. The Lions are the Lions are down bad cuz like looking at the rest of their slate, they've only got like two winnable games left. They got Jeez. the Bears and they got the Broncos. Sheesh. Uh, I could maybe see them sneaking one out in the final week if the Packers have nothing left to play for, but uh, and Jordan Love starts, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> other than that, oh my God, that Lions team! I, I can't believe I had them as a dark horse in the. I mean, the year isn't over yet, so they could play uh. a miracle. <laughs> but, and we uh, roll along, Lord. Uh, Colts Jags. Real shit show. Who you got? No, this is a divisional game. Jags coming off a big win. Oh! Do I do it? No, I'm going to say Colts. Yeah, me too. I'm going to be a pussy and say Colts. Jonathan Taylor's going to run all over that fucking defense. Yeah, I, I account for him, and it's like, yeah, no. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, that I mean, the Colts... I mean, they feasted on some bad teams. They're going to do it again this week. Go Colts. After that, you got Washington-Tampa. Who you got? Jesus, all these games are fucking chalk. I'm going Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, if 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 the Washington had any other quarterback, I'd pull them for the upset. But it's like they're they're it's just dire for them. It's gonna be it's gonna be the Bucks. Yeah. After that, here's one that might be a little more tricky. You got Browns, Pats. Who you got? Ooh, I'm gonna say. I'm on Cleveland. I'm gonna say New England. Okay. All right. I, th- I think I'm gonna. Out. Go- I think I'm gonna go New England as well because it's like, I don't know. It just it feels. I think they're getting hot. Yeah. They kind of are, but the Browns look good as fuck without Odell as well, and they play really well without Beckham. I hope so they're I'm playing fight to him. Right. Yeah, whatever, whatever team gets Odell is going to be worse off for it. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, Bobbles uh, picks Cleveland with me, so we're split there two and two. After that, you got Falcons, Cowboys, the Dion Bowl. Who you got? Woo-wee! Ah, fuck. That, the Falcons that are getting cow- kind of hot, too. Where's the it at? The Cowboys looked awful. It's at, it's at Jerry World. Uh, the Cowboys the, did look awful. That didn't matter last week. I mean, they were down thirty to nothing at one point. I mean, that they that were box down score was... until five minutes left of the game. Then they scored a couple garbage time touchdowns. Yeah, just an awful performance. I'm gonna oh, say Atlanta. Ooh, Damn. Who you got? Fucking hey, I'm torn. I I'm gonna go with Dallas. Just so it didn't look like I'm copying Jackie, even though I had an A halfway written for Atlanta. It's fine. fine. Who'd you get, Will? ATLians, rise up, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Split again. 2-2. All right, open up your 4 o'clock slate. You got the Vikings Chargers. Who you got? Hmm. Say the Vikings. Going Chargers. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not going to take that upset bet. I'm going to go Chargers. Okay. After that, you gotta, they, they had that Baltimore game. They fucking packed that shit in. Fuck. After that, you got a real, real stinker. You got 
the Russell Wilson-led Seahawks against, presumably, the Jordan-Love-led Packers. Who do you have? Fuck. Uh, I'm going Green Green Bay, too. Fuck Seattle. Yeah, fuck Seattle. Let's go Green Bay. You guys are insane. Jordan Love will never win another game. It's Seattle. Let's go Seattle. Okay. Do we know for sure that... Not yet. He's got to have two. Well, actually, he's out, what, a minimum of 10 days. Yeah, I don't know. He might be ready by by Sunday. I'm not sure. I mean, the fact that we haven't heard anything yet tells me it's probably not going to happen. But, uh, yeah, Seahawks, easy easy money. Okay, we'll remember that. I'll remember that clip at the the 57-minute mark. Easy money, Will said. Uh, yep, you'll remember it after I win that bet. Anyway, <laughs> four twenty-five. You got Eagles, Broncos. Who you got? Ugh, that's disgusting. Disgusting. No, I'm gonna say it's the Eagles. I'm going Denver. Oh wow, what a surprise! Bobby goes Denver. I'm gonna go. Oh, Bobby, Bobby loves his fucking Broncos. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I I had I had Dalton Sh- not Dalton I had Dallas Gobert and I had I had Boston Scott on my fantasy team and they gave me nine combined points. Fuck the Eagles. Go Denver. Um, big Denver guy. Will is. Mm. Yep. Him. Him and Bobby live together in a one bedroom apartment in Denver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> smoking smoking that uh, cigarettos. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm real. I'm real mature. I've got the, I've got the cigarettes. <laughs> After that, you got a game that probably looked a lot better on paper before everything happened this season. Chiefs Raiders. Who you got? Ooh, I'm going KC. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm gonna say Kansas City as well. I'll say one thing: those AFC primetime bouts. It doesn't matter what year it is. It doesn't matter. What the situations is are with those teams? They're always something. That being said, Chiefs easy. But uh, Monday night, oh, Bobby, you uh, can't pick Denver again. Jeez. Monday night, <laughs> a game that probably should have been flexed to oblivion and just forgotten about for the rest of time. You got Rams, Niners. Who do you have? Oh. Um, well, yeah, unfortunately, it's the Rams. I like, I like beating my co host and pick them, so I gotta go Rams. Yeah, yeah whatever. I, I, I can't even. Who's got the best record this Are we boring record? you, Jackie? Are we boring you? Yes, you guys are boring me. <laughs> well, if, with, with this slate of games, wouldn't you be bored? We'll blame Disgusting. it on Bobby. No, it's just yeah, Bo- Bobby sucking the life out of me. Bobby, Bobby made this schedule. But uh, uh, Rams, are we all going Rams? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Rams. yeah unfortunately, Ugh. disgusting, disgusting game. But you know a game that's not disgusting. At four or five p.m., your Arizona Cardinals versus the country music listening, the Bojangles eating, the cookout. Eaton, <laughs> Carolina Panthers. Boom! Who do you got? Who do you got? Arizona. Bobby picks 31 10. 
I got 34 12. Hmm. Score huh? Yep. Uh, I've got. I got it's going to. I'm going to say. 26 to 6. <laughs> wow. Let's go. I'm going to say 27 7. Oh, what the fuck? You're trying to. Same. Same price the, is right. You can't just go one above me. <laughs> yes, I oh, can, motherfucker. <laughs> the, Car- the Carolina Panthers are like me in rush hour traffic. They just can't get right. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're here for this is Will's segment, Dad Jokes. Let's go! Dad jokes with Will. Dad I, uh, jokes with Will. <laughs> I, I, is, it is just so completely nuts that this team went from being the talk of the NFL to fans going on the radio talking about how they're going to bust out the Nike decades. It is just pathetic to see what Matt Rule has done to that team. And if the fact that he is not universally considered to be on the hot seat is a joke. That whole organization is a joke. There is no fan culture. There is nothing here. If you want, if you, if you put a crater where that stadium used to be and wipe it off the face of the earth, you would barely tell the difference. And they're signing Matt Barkley. Yeah. That's going to save their, their season. And they're not even starting him. P.J. Brown is a worse quarterback than Matt Barkley. P.J. Brown. <laughs> I, I feel like they should have at least given Cam a call. P.J. Brown, well, I don't fucking remember his name. It doesn't even matter. We're going to forget his name by the next like episode. P.J. Tucker, P.J. Walker. P.J. Brown played for the Hornets back in the Don't matter. Cards by 25. Yeah, yep. I mean, it, it's... The fact that we even have to discuss this is a joke. This Panthers team is god awful, and it would take a miracle, a miracle, okay. for me to have to eat my words come next Wednesday. <laughs> You're really testing fate, aren't you? I'm knocking on wood for your fucking ass. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, we saw what this team can do with a second unit last week. This team against can... a divisional opponent. Yeah, I mean, against a divisional opponent, and those are the games where like. I mean, divisional opponents are always supposed to play you harder than any other team would. This exactly. was supposed to be the maximum effort from the Niners, and it felt and it felt like they just were dead in the water. Yeah, they gave up. I felt like they gave up in the first quarter. If 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 Strevler and if Strevler and McCoy are out by some miracle, and we have to give we have to give the ball to to Christian Kirk to to win us the game and throw us to victory, I still trust that more than I trust P.J. Walker. The Panthers are a joke. Yeah, I mean, the Panthers scored 28 points the last three games. And then that's, with, that's with their, quote-unquote, starting quarterback. So now you bring in a guy who's for 15 on the year and has more turnovers and touchdowns in his career. And uh, is yeah. below six feet. Yeah, and then you got a Cardinals defense that's, I mean, pretty much as stout as it gets right now. You know, they're giving up, what, 5.6 yards per pass attempt, which we talked about. And then the defense of, uh, against the, the run has been stepping up as well. So everything just kind of seems like it's been, you know, we're a well-oiled machine at the moment, and this is just a, a nightmare matchup for the Panthers, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, it, this is just the worst possible matchup for them. <laughs> 
And it would t- it would basically take the Cardinals reverting to form from last year. Because remember, last year we we fell victim to a lot of teams that look like this Panther team does. The, those three and six teams that like for whatever reason just can't win games but then by some miracle it's like oh yep you know the panthers beat us by 20 or the lions beat us by a field goal and it's i don't think that's going to happen this week it it, yeah. it would take it would take just so many things going wrong for this cardinals team to do that and it's just it's a lot yeah and especially when we're you know creating turnovers the way we are and have been when we're going to be facing Someone as inexperienced as P.J. Walker, um, I'd expect more turnovers as well. I mean, we won the turnover battle against the Niners 3 nothing, uh, and handily won that game. We lost the turnover battle, what, 3 nothing to Green Bay, and we barely lost that. But, I mean, we've created 17 turnovers on the year. That's third best in the NFL. The Cards offense has only turned it over nine times, which is seventh best in the NFL. We score the second amount, most amount of total points, I believe, and our D is third in the league in points per game. Uh, points per game against. So it's like, if is there a weakness? Show me, because I mean, we're we're keeping, even though we've given up what almost nearly five yards a rush, we're still top four, I believe, in rushing touchdowns allowed. We've only given up four on the year, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, you show me the weakness. I'd love to see it. There's only really one thing that spooks me, and that's it's 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 so minor that it's like it shouldn't, but I, I have reason to be spooked. Looking at our, our long snapper situation, the fact that Aaron Brewer's out and we just got a guy off the street, not a fan of that. I'm getting Cameron Canada flashbacks. But uh, other than that, it's like we it feels right. I feel like we could start Colt McCoy again this week and not miss a beat. Yeah. It would it would take a lot a lot going wrong for this game to be an L. And I Especially think, when you have James Conner there too. He ripped off a thirty five yard run, a forty five yard catch. I mean it's not just, you know, ten yards, you know, in a cloud of dust. He's he's becoming a big weapon, explosive weapon, and that's a dangerous thought. If he doesn't make the Pro Bowl this year, then the Pro Bowl's a joke. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, he didn't even—he barely even made Jackie's Midget Player of the Week. <laughs> Jeez, what's a man got to do around here? He, he probably—he's probably runner for a Midget Player of the Year. So <laughs> okay, I'm gonna hold you to it. Yeah. But ah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is so nice to be in this mood, man. It, it is so nice to be in this headspace and just think, man. Oh my lord! Yeah, when your resident pessimist is is just gushing over you, <laughs> you know you're in a good spot. <laughs> right? Mean, I've heard uh, twenty times tonight. Oh yes, just so good. So I know. Good. What are you doing over there, Will? Shit! They sound like my <laughs> Tinder dates. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm legitimately hyped. Because like this, this stretch for the Cardinals is just absolutely money. Like just yeah. the strength of schedule for the rest of the year. I mean, if if this team isn't in the hunt for the one seed, it's. I mean, I mean, sorry. If it if this team isn't the one seed, they're definitely in the hunt. Because the next three weeks, you got the Panthers, you got the Seahawks, you got the Bears. The Bears looked worse when they had Matt Nagy back. Seattle, we don't know if Russell Wilson's going to be back to form. And I mean. It's just, 
it's nice. I love talking about this team, man. As do we. I'll speak for Jackie and say it's about damn time. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Do you guys have anything? <laughs> uh, do you guys have anything you want to say before we uh, close out? I do want to read Bobby's message to our group message. It says, "Editor Bobby is thankful we've gone from an hour and a half show to an hour long." Oh. So uh, we got to find some other shit to talk about for the next thirty minutes. Oh, well, yeah, next time. So, Next time Bobby can so uh, hopefully be able to turn it over in one day instead of waiting fucking two weeks to fucking get it out. Just kidding. <laughs> We're kidding, Bobby. I know, I said that we weren't going to rag on you. Oh, it's just too easy. Love you. Yeah, we love you. Yep. I do have, like, one more question, like, to ask you guys. And this, this is a question that's going to come up later in the year, so I figured I might as well get out of the way now. If this team continues its success, we're probably going to see at least one of our coaching staff go somewhere else. Who do you think is going going to leave, and where do you think they're going to go? Um, I would, I'm going to say Sean Coogler. I don't know. I think Vance Joseph, I heard him on the radio talking today how it's got to be the right job for him. He's not just going to take a job because you don't get a third time, really, in the NFL. So I, I was listening to the radio, and they made a good point. They think that. He's probably going to get a pretty damn hefty raise to be one of the best defensive or highest paid defensive coaches in the league. And I think that would be a wise thing. You don't really want to break that up right now. I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be pretty upset if we lost a Vance, which is crazy to think where, you know, how far we've come just two years ago. We were all wanting him out, out of the door. So it's, it's night and day as to our mentality for this team. I mean, it's, it's completely nuts. As for me, I'd really like him to stay, but I do think if he's going anywhere, it's probably going to be Chicago. It just, I mean, him and Khalil Mack just feels like a really ideal fit. It I, does, but I feel like Chicago needs to get someone to develop Justin Fields, so I don't know if they want to go yeah. with a, a defensive-minded coach. So I, yeah, I, hope I mean, the last, the last time they got a offensive-minded, and usually you go back and forth, so. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like... They need someone to get to go in there and get Fields rolling. Um, yeah, but yeah, I they do. Leaving. Yeah, I don't know for what necessarily. Maybe an offensive coordinator position. I don't know if he's ready for a head coach necessarily, but yeah. I feel like that's something like the Lions would do. You know, go from yeah. fucking what Dan Campbell to fucking Sean Coogler. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, that's 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 all, all I really want to ask at this point because it's like I feel like I've I've covered basically everything. Or who's that coach? That Mark Whipple? Or who's that? The Whipple. Uh, yeah, he could be. He could definitely be a candidate for a an offensive coaching. Yeah, coordinator job. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, that's somebody definitely keep an eye. He's probably he might be even more realistic than Sean Coogler, to be honest. There, there is one more thing I want to add. Just uh. Bobby's like, come on, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's just like... You know, I want to watch my Broncos highlights. He's, he's so infuriated. I, I did like seeing like some of the... Uh, just the way our, we subverted expectations with play call. Like, the uh, the broadcast said early on, you know, I don't think we're going to see a lot of design QB runs this, this game. It's like, yeah, no shit. And then, then you know, l- later on in the game, you see Colt running around. You see, you know, at least some running and it's like oh yeah i like that i thought that was really neat i, I thought that was a really good 
thought that was really good. I can't, I can't pay attention. No, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, he, he definitely seemed more athletic than what I remember. He was able to be mobile, and he got down when he needed to, and extended plays, and it was everything you could really ask for. It was like the perfect backup quarterback spot start. If he has to go I again, know. we're all, we're, I think we're all behind him. My sister texted me. I was driving home from work, and she goes, Colt McCoy, with, like, exclamation points. I'm like, what happened? I'm driving. <laughs> and she goes, nothing in particular. I'm just saying, like, he's just running around, making plays. He's just doing it. We need to give him that bag so he doesn't become, like, a Scott Mitchell. I, uh... Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to have him back. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's basically all I have to say about that right now um do you guys have anything else you guys want to add before we uh, close out i'm good no oh, thank you guys all for tuning in we appreciate it you know we're we do it for the people so shout out we to do you guys. for the Card- people cards nation shout out redbird red zones for the children baby yeah, th- thanks for making <laughs> for us the, the 117th best cardinals podcast in the east valley so we appreciate that no, no, no. We love the you guys. Best, the best Arizona Cardinals <laughs> podcast in the universe, baby. But this has been the Redbird Red Zone podcast. My name is Will. You can find me on Twitter at Live on That Swing. My name is Jackie. You can find me on Twitter at J San Diego with two O's. And I'm Mac. You can find me on Twitter at AZ Sports Fiend. That's F I E N. This has been the Redbird Red Zone podcast, a Max Hall production. Do not reproduce unless you pay me, bitch. Peace. Oh,